Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. to really really love that Ms. Marvel ping coming in. Uh this is the Stuff and Things podcast. I am Sam. Welcome everybody to the Miss Marvel finale episode of our show. Joining me once again, my partner in crime, it's Stefan. I am here. Good man <laughs> and bringing the joy as always, Marvel super fan Kaylee. Hello. Oh, see, she does that. It's just like a very joyful hello. It's, it's very... Oh, well, Stefan, Stefan sang hello today, so I did, albeit yeah. very up cheap, but hello. Yeah. That, that's fine. You, you don't have to be able to sing to do the podcast, as I have proven many, many a time. As, as we know, Kaylee is the people's champion, so, you know, yeah. it's fine. The, the... Not bitter, yes. not bitter. Just, no, just no, not bitter. <clears throat> just, just straight facts whilst people's I sit champ. here eating my lemon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's nice. Uh, I mean, it's great that we get this kind of feedback that we get. I mean, it's it's much better than the usual stuff, you know, like how the hell did this guy end up with a podcast with this many people following it, stuff like that, you know, which when my mum emails in, it's always nice to hear from her. Um, I want to open the show this week. Uh, we are going to talk about Ms. Marvel, the finale, which is season one, episode six. Uh, Stefan, quickly, the title of the episode was... No Normal. Good man. Uh, but we're going to open very quickly with just some general feedback we had. Um, we get a lot of comments on all the shows that we do on here, and we seem to uh, have hit some sort of, I don't know really, uh, a common gold mine when it comes to Ms. Marvel, where probably for the first time in doing this show, we've had a, uh, a genuine, um, I don't know what the right word is, a genuine kind of feeling that we are in the wrong over what we're saying, which is... Beyond, hey, I listen to your opinion, I don't necessarily agree because of this, which is the kind of comment when I get I really enjoy. I think I've talked about it before, it's like, you know, this is all just about opinions, and I love the debate aspect of it, and I've always replied to people with those types of comments, but this time it's kind of an actual accusation, a kind of, you've said this because of this. Uh Tempted to go through them all, but I'm not going to. I'm just simply going to say uh, this show, we're focusing on the positive side of things. We're focusing on what we believe are our opinions and now they're valid. And if you do have feelings like that, one, I want to question why you listen to every single episode just to get to the end of the episode and email in the same vitriol. And two, you should just listen to Kaylee say hello. I mean, it's a joyful person right there with a big smile on her face. I refuse to believe people aren't smiling after hearing that. So we're going to dive into just a couple of comments. Now, the main reason why we're going to dive into these is because we have to feed Kaylee's ego. Um, you see, she <laughs> is an, I won't come back. <laughs> exactly. She's an ego monster and we need her to come back to talk about other shows in the future. And so the first one here is a guy called Chris. Chris is from Birmingham, England. Uh, thank you for specifying, because I think it would be in Birmingham. Yeah, it would be in Alabama or in Birmingham. Uh, 
Uh, but yeah, Birmingham, England. Uh, Chris says, and I've insulted him. Uh, really enjoyed the Ms. Marvel series. Like you guys, kind of felt like 4 and 5 meandered a little. Good episodes, good content, but just didn't feel like it had the same direction as the early episodes. But the finale really hit home. They stuck the landing, says Chris. Uh, really enjoying your take, and I think Kaylee's a great addition to the show. Ugh. What can I say? The people love me. Yeah, I oh, know. <laughs> uh, the next one is from Christina. Christina, you don't say where you're from, but hello. Christina says, love how Kaylee says hello. She's so joyful. <laughs> you should see how many shots she does before we start recording. I know, right? Yeah, if people knew the amount she drank early in the morning, they'd understand. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, the next comment here is from Peter. Peter, you're in London. Peter in London says, enjoyed the Ms. Marvel show. Don't, don't understand some of the comments you've had, but hey-ho, maybe that's just me. Uh, in brackets, Kaylee, I'm a 40-year-old white guy too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in, enjoying it. I uh, think you take spot on. I felt episodes four and five got a little bit lost, so I understood what you were trying to say. Episode 6 absolutely nailed it for me. And OMG, that ending. He does say more, but I'm kind of stopping it there because, you know, we're, we're going to get to that. Uh, just two more. Uh, the first one is from Sarah. Sarah is in Cardiff. Hello, Sarah. Oh, hello, my friend. How are you over in Cardiff? Look, you. Be the goodness. Make sure the sheep's away, see? And Sarah <laughs> says, if she's still listening after that abuse... Um, absolutely loving the show. Think you're all great. I think the, th the dynamic between the three of you has really helped with Ms. Marvel. The different perspectives from the different age brackets and backgrounds, really good. Stefan, where exactly are you from? You sound like you should be on the only way as Essex. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Sarah, you are my new hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know, oh, do you want to know the funniest thing about that is I genuinely didn't read the last two comments. I just grabbed them quickly this morning, so I don't know what the next one says either. So but, I've just scrolled yeah. down through my phone and read it as I'm saying it. It's like, oh, you're my new hero. <laughs> oh, I hate the fact she's right. I am from Essex. <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah, he's Essex. Essex, I, I, what? I, I've been on other TV. Actually, I have been on that TV show. Actually, yeah, I can't even. Yeah. I've no, been there. No. I've done that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. St Stefan's very famous. Stefan, why don't you tell people what you're most famous for? Um, there's another podcast called uh, Spurs News. Not that and one. And I got onto Amazon for it. So, yeah, that was cool. Just... That's a reason why I dislike you. <laughs> but no, you, you were on a TV show about being a badly behaved little boy. Uh, I was episode one, season six of World's Strictest Parents. I, <laughs> I went to Ghana. Yeah, he really did, and it's weird how people remember that show. By yeah. the way, it's like you know you get proper stalked over it. It's bizarre. Someone I know who also went on that show first season has set up yeah. a TikTok account and tagged me in a comment talking about something that happened. Yeah, uh, yeah, my TikTok has blown up because all of a sudden people are like, "Oh my god, you're that guy from the show!" No, <laughs> no, yes, I was that yes, child. Yes, was. I'm not that man. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just so everyone knows, signed photographs are six by ten, five pound each. He'll also come to you know bar mitzvahs, <laughs> christenings. Uh, the final comment then, uh, and thank you, Sarah. Genuinely, Sarah, you've made my day. So thank oh. you so much. Uh, the final comment is from. 
okay, sorry, that says Charlotte, sorry. You've written, Charlotte, I don't know what you've done there. Oh, no, I, I do see it now. Sorry, everyone, total nonsense, ignore me. So Charlotte says, Hello, everybody, thank you so much for the show. I've really enjoyed Miss Marvel, and I think it's one of the best shows they've done on Disney Plus for Marvel. Realise it gets a lot of hate, but I think it gets a lot of hate because there's a lot of guys who just can't accept the fact this show isn't necessarily aimed at them. I think the character of Kamala in the comic books is very different than the one in the TV show, and would love you guys to maybe comment on that if you can. Looking forward to listening to what you do in the future. Please, please, please tell me that you're going to be getting Kaylee back to do more episodes. And oh. why? You've ruined um. it. Thanks, Charlotte. Let's be besties. Thanks, Charlotte. And Charlotte, learn how to spell your own name, right? (laughs) No, no, I'm joking. She put at the start, Charlotte, Charlie. So obviously I think you go by Charlie, but she clarified it was Charlotte, so I knew, you know, gender, I guess. But there's actually a place called Charlotte, and I thought it was, I'm Charlie from Charlotte. That's why I sounded so confused at the beginning, but <laughs> I got I got there. I got there. So, <laughs> anyway. All right, yeah, so those are the messages. Thank you so much. We did get a fair few more. I've replied to a lot of emails this week uh, to everyone who took the time. Always feel free in the future to do that. Uh, now, time to focus in on the episode then, and it is quite the episode. It is the finale of this season, not sure if there will be another season. It would appear it's been left open-ended that there could be, but at the same time, I think similar to the other shows, we're going to see kind of these characters in other situations rather than necessarily back in this. So I want to open very quickly just to discuss that. So one of the characters in the show, one of the main characters in this show is Bruno. Bruno is off to Caltech. Yep. That, to me, felt like a very deliberate plot point. He's an absolute smart-ass genius. He's about to transfer across to Caltech, California. Can anyone think of another property? And I'm asking this genuinely. I don't have anything in mind. Can anyone think of another property or project that they know of on the slate at the moment where he could possibly show up? Um... Well, well, Caltech is the uni of, of choice in a lot of films in general, not just Marvel. In every American film, it's yeah. like the place to go if you're a nerd. Yeah. Um, and it pops up in quite a lot of Marvel movies. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're absolutely right. It does. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of, in my mind, I'm looking at the projects going forward. I've got to believe they've introduced these characters and they're not just going to dump them. Like, th- this show introduced us to Ms. Marvel we know where she is going from this point, but it would feel uh, kind of sad to then for all of us to be a bit like, okay, so what happens to Bruno now? What happens to, uh, you know, all these different characters? I, I got to believe that in some way there is a continuation. And it just kind of felt to me a very deliberate thing with him about going to Caltech. We've been introduced that he's a smart ass. And the show that I keep looking at and thinking, I wonder, is the show Armor Wars. Because we know that someone is basically going to replicate the Iron Man tech. The um, Ironheart. Riri something. Ah, I was telling Riri. 
Nope, it's gone. Yeah, but yeah, but, she but becomes you, Iron Heart. Yeah, I mean, it, it just kind of feels like there could be something there, uh, you know, an obvious link, or I'm just overthinking, now, which of course is infinitely possible. A, a fun thing for you, I did kind of have the same sort of thought. Yeah. So I had a little Google about, you know, what characters from the MCU go Caltech. Yeah. yeah. Um, currently, we've not really seen it mentioned, but Bruce Banner got his doctorate yeah. in nuclear physics at Caltech. Yeah. Reed, sounds, sounds Reed Richards in, uh, okay. went to many Reed universities, um, yeah. including Caltech. Um yeah. Other people that are linked to it is Captain America, Tony Stark, Spider-Man, Peter Parker. So in the comics and stuff, there is a lot of people linked to Caltech. How many will actually make it through into the MCU stuff? Be fun to see. Yeah, Um, yeah. It just, it just, it just felt very deliberate. It kind of feels like we're going to get another show set in California, perhaps, and we're going to, like, all of a sudden, he's going to be there. It's like, yeah. oh, wow, <laughs> there he is, yeah, Bruno! From, from my understanding, the Ironheart was at MIT, which is where MJ uh, and Ned okay. have just gone. Yeah. So I okay. I thought myself, that could be where MJ and Ned now appear. Yeah, yeah um, that's But I'd love to see Ned and Bruno together as, like, the guys in the chair. <laughs> I think those two would be hilarious. Yeah, that, that that is the show. Guys in the chair. It's just yeah. those two. Yeah, I don't know. I still like the idea of um, the sorcerer and the apprentice, Wong with with Ned, just just like training him. That 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 show appeals to me. I would love that. Yeah, th- those two are great. Um, so right, I want to kind of dive around a little bit, but I want to open with a discussion on the DODC. <laughs> Uh, Kaylee, I'm going to put this to you uh, first of all. The DODC, Department of Damage Control, the very first time we were kind of introduced to these guys was back in uh, the very first Spider-Man film where we're introduced as their uh, offshoot government branch working with Tony Stark to clear up after the Battle of New York. Uh, Department of Damage Control, it doesn't seem to be any kind of extension to that really, that they are literally there to clean up after. However, over time, they seem to have evolved into a uh, an agency, almost not not to shield level, but agents like you. And they even refer to themselves as agents. Um, in this show, I think definitely for the first time, there is an element of us and them feeling between the agents of DODC and what they're calling enhanced individuals. What what's your take on the DODC uh, agent Diva in particular, and and the kind of actions you see in this episode or or in the series in general? Um, so I've I've kind of flip flopped on my opinion of them throughout okay. the whole of this season. Um, do they have good intentions? Do they have bad intentions? And actually, I think there's kind of a faction within it, mm-hmm. um, a good and a bad. And I think the bad side. I think we're going to see more of. I don't know if they're setting them up to be, you know, the big bad, um, and then they'll be the good, the good part of the DODC coming in to save the day, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm really on the fence with them. I don't know. I really, really love her character. Yeah. Um, and, and what she does in this episode, um, not you know fangirling over her, but you know, it was a really good story. The way they did it was really good. Um, and her relationship with her superiors um, played out quite nicely. 
And who is she? What is she from? I know her and I cannot for the life of She's the new black. Ah, yeah, of course she is. She's in a, um, what's it called? Yeah, in the, the prison. Thank very you. Very different character. Thank you. Yes. That's right. Um, Me and so, Stefan had that a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, that's kind of where I am with it. Um, I've, I've gone from, oh, they're the bad, oh, they're good, but they're, you know, the, the intentions are good, but she's a bit of a yeah. numpty. Well, and, well, and that's kind of where I've landed with it, really. Well, I, I think we saw in this episode, for example, her perhaps ambition um, was reined in pretty hard by Agent Cleary. Um, mm. You know, she definitely went against instructions and kind of just blindly went forward on it. Um, one, one of the things that I, I find a little bit um, curious in this, or I, I, I can't make my mind up, again, potentially overthinking, uh, Stefan, I'm going to bring you in on this because the the um, X Men reference in this show. Ah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Ah, yeah. The, the, there's the X Men reference in the show. Now, one of the big things about the X Men uh, animated series, which was my gateway into Marvel, by the way, I think I've discussed it before, but the X Men in the '90s, the the animated series, was my first comic book anything that I I got really interested in. So obviously holds kind of like a special place for me, but that whole universe, that whole storytelling, there was a definitive us and them vibe. So X Men were kind of persecuted, and that was kind of the the mutants were persecuted. It was a real kind of uh, governmental um, issue with people having all of these abilities. So I I had a kind of a, a thought with this with the DODC. I was wondering if this is the We've had the first use of the word mutation, which is the first hint of mutants. Yep. I wonder if perhaps we're also getting in this moment the first hint of a kind of public feeling of fear with people with enhanced abilities. And and as if if I'm right in thinking that this mutation in Kamala has been caused by something which is going to impact a lot of people meaning we're about to see a lot of people develop these abilities, mutants. It's like a public feeling of, oh, you know, this is too much. Uh, you know, you, you can imagine it. Unfortunately, we live in a time where we see this a lot, you know, kind of, oh, they're different, therefore they're bad. And I kind of wonder if that's where they're going to go with this. Uh, but what did you think? I know you were a fan of the animated show as well. What, what do you think? See, now, I'm interested. I've said many times in the podcast before with the X-Men stuff, I'm very interested how they're going to do it. Yeah. Because there's always been this kind of thing of if the mutants are out there and they're good guys, etc., where were they yeah. for the Thanos stuff, the Ultra? There, there's always going to be that yeah. sort of question about it. Well, well I, I do have and, a theory. Do you want me to kick off with that? No, no. I, I wanna go, let me tell you my one first. See, uh, go on. First, I thought the obvious way for them to kind of do it would have been the snap. Yeah. So the people that came back from the snap had yeah. would be the people that kind of had some potential mutation. Yeah. Um, and now we've obviously got Kamala, where we found out she's got the mutation, but it was unleashed by the bangle. No, I don't think they've. I don't think they've said that. They've not said I that's think... kind of how I've been because she she didn't have these powers before the bangle came in, and then the, when she yeah. got the bangle, she kind of went through the process. I'm like, okay, so that was something that set it off. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what other events kind of have we had that could have set it off? Yeah. Um, like you, the Marvel Universe was kind of introduced to me through the X-Men. Yeah. 
And I do think that's part of the storyline they're going to keep is this kind of the fear. A lot of the X-Men movies and stuff was always humans versus mutants. Yeah. I feel like it's something they're going to have to kind of at least keep hold of to begin with. Yeah. Have them evolve to come out the other side and be the X-Men are the good guys and stuff. I think they're going to need to at least keep that bit involved. Well, I think like with anything um, or anybody, any ethnicity, any group, any strange, you're going to have good people and you're going to have bad people. So I think when you've got these X genes happening, you know, if you've got a guy who's a philanthropist, uh, someone who's generally a very good person, all of a sudden they've got these abilities, they'll use those abilities for good because that's what their nature is. Yeah. If, however, you've got someone who's been a armed robber, you know, a, someone who's a murderer, anything like that, and they get abilities, they're not suddenly going to go, oh, well, now I can walk through walls. I'll be a good guy. <laughs> they're going to be... Yeah, exactly. So it, it's it's uh that for me was like always one of the really interesting points with the X-Men. Now talking about the, the origin of how the X gene could be activated, I mean I, I will kind of circle back to it, I think, but it's an interesting debate how they're gonna do it. I I'm of the opinion like you with the snap, that that seems to make the most sense to me because you think about uh, the fact that you could have this mutation perhaps exists. So Charles Xavier could exist in this world already. Uh, Magneto, characters like that, because perhaps mutations have happened naturally, but there's maybe a hundred in the whole world. Does that make sense? Yep. But when uh, Bruce, uh, the Hulk, snapped to bring everyone back, that was a massive gamma wave that went around the whole planet. So it might not just be the case of the people who came back. It could be the case of just anyone who had this gene in the whole planet. It got activated by the snap, if that makes sense. And that way it's there, it's dormant, and then something else will trigger it. With Kamala, the bangle, yep. and now it's now it's there. Um, the people in Westview could have been what happens. Do you, do you see what I mean? It could be lots of events now, as and when stuff happens, the Ten Rings, all these different things could be triggering for these different people. And then as more and more people develop these abilities, that's when you're going to start to get the kind of human mutant conflict. Which can That's, that's kind of an idea. Yeah. Uh, Kaylee, do you, do you think we're talking sense or nonsense? No, I think it makes complete sense. Um, yeah. There's so many different... You'll always find a way to explain yourself out of something, won't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I, I like that idea, actually. I like the idea of the snap because yeah. it answers a lot of questions. It does. Um, but like you say, with with Westview and, and Bruce, and, you know, there's just so many There's just so many ways it could could be explained, and I can't wait to see how they do it. No, I agree. Uh, they, they typically get it right. I mean, it's, it's very rare we come away from anything they've done and gone, wow, yeah, that didn't make sense. <laughs> it's kind of, <laughs> normally I come away from it and go, bloody hell, I didn't see that coming. Well know, done. Ray Winston is a bad guy in Black Widow. That's, uh, the, that's uh, the only not, thing not, I've come away from going, that not, no not that Not that he was the bad guy, it was the, it was the Russian accent yeah. that just did me. It was like, nah, just just let him be a cockney. Let, let it be that he's been undercover so long. <laughs> just, it didn't, yeah, it didn't work for me that, I've got to be honest, but... That aside, I'm I'm good mostly. Yeah. Um. So I want to run through some bullet points. Then, um, first bullet point I want to run through is Kamala telling her family. 
Kaylee, this scene had me in stitches because anyone who's got a family knows that you tell one of them you ain't going to be allowed to reveal that secret yourself. Yeah, it was brilliant. I was in stitches to yeah. the point when, you know, the kids came downstairs to see what I was laughing at because <laughs> it, it just hit so well, you know. And it was... It, have you seen that episode of Friends? Yeah. When that is brand says, new information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it totally hit like that, yeah. and it was brilliant. I loved it, particularly her brother. Yeah, oh my god, the, bro- now, the brother's great. I mean, his his role in this finale was fantastic. And by the way, the brother's wife as well. Just like, okay, now down to brass tacks. What can you do? Can you do this? Can you do? This? It was like, oh wow. The, they've not only been made aware, they've had time to put together questions. <laughs> yeah. it, and, and his dad's back. I was so happy just yeah. to see him. I just want to give he, him a cuddle. That, you know? man, <laughs> that man put together probably one of my favourite scenes in any Disney Plus show so far in this episode. When he sat with her on the roof at the end. Yeah. Uh, obviously, obviously, we'll talk about it at the end. But just that, um, yeah, that scene that was kind of like, oh, this guy. That is in All six they, episodes. Yes, yes, yes. Shut at you. Oh, I know, I know you. You and your evil plans, <laughs> <laughs> killing off my favorite character. Uh, but yeah, her telling her family was lovely. The next bit, which again, which was unsurprised, well, sorry, was surprisingly almost emotional for me, was the moment where the mother has made her suit for her. Because it, it felt like a full circle moment between mother and daughter. It was kind of earlier on, I've made you this costume to go to your, you know, your silly party, you know, belittling what she likes to do and almost feeling like she was forcing her to wear something she didn't want to wear to not only recognizing the girl or the woman that she is now and creating something for her it was to me it was just a great moment um stefan i'll start with you because i know kaylee's definitely going to want to chime in (laughs) so uh, what did you i mean did you pick up that moment did you think it was important so for me my those of you that have listened to our other marvel podcast will know i am an absolute geek for anything that kind of mimics something from the comic books yep. especially costumes and uniform etc yeah so the fact that her mum has now given her this costume and i'm like ah oh, that is like so close to the comic books that's awesome <laughs> that was like my first you were watching the episode, and I got in all capital letters, comic book accurate suit with exclamation marks. Yes. <laughs> yes. That yeah. made me. No, I know. I know you love it. Uh, Kaylee, so this scene for you, did it hit home? Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And do you know what? I really, really appreciated the fact that they didn't go down the, the typical trope of, oh, mum and daughter have a difficult relationship and we're going to hang on to that for the entirety of every episode and every other yeah. thing and every scenario. The fact that they, you know, fixed or not fixed, but improved that relationship within the series yeah. and they're not going to, you know, create this horrible, sticky relationship between mother and daughter. I love that. Yeah. And the, the box, the box that it was in, I noticed <laughs> that straight away. It was the milk toffee box. It was. I love that. I love that. It was so good. And the costume is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, the um, outfit rather not costume yeah. um, <laughs> and you know it just yeah I just I really appreciated that they didn't drag that whole thing out and it was just done and then we moved on and it was so good and I loved it yeah oh good I, I love oh, that oh and 
yeah. really, really sorry, a really, really girly thing that I know you guys won't have noticed and you wouldn't <laughs> have appreciated it. Oh, okay. But did you, uh, Kamala's nail varnish in the colours that match the outfit. And I'm going to do that this weekend. I'm going to have Kamala inspired nails. <laughs> Just putting that out there. <laughs> um, Stefan, how about you? Do you think you'll have Kamala inspired nails this weekend? Only on my toes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, sandal season, to be fair. Makes sense. Uh, I, I personally probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? When you said that, then you're like, "Oh, you two guys probably wouldn't notice this." I was like, "Oh, cheeky mother! What the? What? What have you spotted? You reckon I wouldn't have just because I'm a guy?" Yeah, she had her nails painted. I'm like, "She had nails? What the hell?" <laughs> so yeah, all right, all right. I'll let you have that one. Fair enough. Uh, whilst this is going on, um, Bruno and uh, slash Brian is helping Cameron escape from the DODC. Now, in the end of the last episode, which ended very much with a bang uh we see you know brian's home and shop where he works get blown up by a drone and cameron appears to be injured as he's helping him through the kind of underground now i have not seen this myself so i need to stress this really really clearly but there are a number of people claiming that on that underground train there is graffiti and in amongst the graffiti it's the same as the graffiti in the Defenders series, the Netflix Marvel shows. That's cool. So people are saying it's a very, very subtle nod to the fact that, you know, very, very similar kind of setting. Um, I've not looked and looked that up, so if it's wrong, apologies, but uh, I've seen a number of people saying it. Uh, but anyway, so those two are kind of on their own, uh, trying to escape, and they contact, I think it's Zoe they contact first of all. No, not Zoe, apologies, uh, Nakia. Yeah, yeah. They contact Nakia, and she in turn contacts Kamala, and they agree, where are we going to go, how are we going to meet up? And we have a scene where they head to the mosque to meet Nakia. She She hits a line which I think absolutely nailed on along the lines of, you two, wanted by the authorities, have showed up at a mosque. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> it's like, this is just the last thing we need. Um, the, unfortunately, as well, it kind of depicts this show kind of uh, probably based in reality and not a very nice reality. She points out that the mosque is likely under surveillance by countless government agencies already. Mm-hmm. So the minute they walked in the door, they'll know they were there. Uh, true enough, the DODC do show up pretty quickly and the Imran inter, uh, intercepts them. Once again, this guy is uh, Mr. Cool, really, for me. <laughs> he just he just takes their intrusion and their kind of uh, rudeness, to be quite honest with you, and he just seems to take it in a really kind of loving way. And he does deliver a line when he's speaking to them um, I think it's him who says, "If just because someone treats you as an enemy, doesn't mean that's how you should treat them." Yes. Um, Good line. I, I thought that I thought that line was fantastic. Um, that was my line of the week. Actually, we've had a few yeah, in this series that, was, that have stuck out, and that that's Kaylee's line of the week. <laughs> yeah. To, to be honest with you, it kind of hit home to me because, uh, which is a really. Uh, pathetic reason but we've had a fair few comments uh calling me out on different things and i kind of read that uh, sorry heard that line and thought 
yeah, okay. <laughs> if, you, if if you generally have that opinion of me, that that's fine. I'm not going to treat you any differently. But okay, that's 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 fine. So yeah, I I appreciated that. I also also greatly appreciated the fact that he um the agent uh diva was being so rude to him, and I think he 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 says something to her, and she storms past saying, "I don't have time for a lecture from the Quran." Did anyone else pick up on that line? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What What was it he actually says? Do you remember, or what was it he actually points out to her? I can't remember. No, it's gone clean. Out, exactly. It's gone clean out of my head. But he basically just says, "Yeah, that's not from the Quran. That's like <laughs> quoting." One, yeah, it's like quoting Lincoln. <laughs> um, so shut your face, I don't idiot. have time for your Quranic quotes. Excuse me. And he goes, "Actually, that was Abraham Lincoln." Yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, just, it just, but the guy, the guy's brilliant. I mean, the guy literally, as I said, he's just so calm in the face of this uh, blase attitude um, in his, and I, I, I really admire that. I think as a character, they've really, really done some, uh, for me, I think they've done a lot of good there. I think there's a lot of people who wouldn't have had an understanding of the, the faith, etc., and would have just seen these characters in this show and just been blown away by them. Um, one of the things I do have to point out, because I, I'm just asking for trouble, is they do have a hidden room, though, which which kind of raises a question mark of like, okay, so why why do you have that? Why do you have the secret room? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I do think that's there. <laughs> um, oh, dude, and I, I can literally hear emails pinging through as we talk about this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it, it was one of those yeah. things of, you've opened the can, let's go for it. Okay, so we're watching the scene, and your first thought is, my God, DOC, they are proper asses. Like, they've just stormed into this religious building. They are literally, like, kick down the doors, break the locks, we will search this entire place. Which, as you're watching it, yeah. you're kind of like, whoa, like, that must it's be unco- It's uncomfortable. Awful. Yeah. yeah. So uncomfortable to watch, and that must be awful. You know, whatever yeah. building that is, it could be any building. To to have people walk yeah. through knocking down doors, even if that was your house, yeah, you know, that yeah. would be terrible. But for it to be a religious building takes it to the next level of just pure like disrespect. Yeah, and and then they break the two people out of the secret hidden room, and you're kind of left with that yeah. little bit of a oh, mm, not oh, good. Yeah. That's a bit. <laughs> Okay. Um, how many people have you hidden from the federal agents? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Kay- Kaylee, did you did you pick up for that? What were your feelings on that? Um. Well, same as you, really. I thought it was a bit maybe to the wire, but yeah, they made it not to make light of a situation like that. But that kind of thing does happen, and to do it in a show like this, and to Make it a bit lighter, you know. Yeah, I know. I think it. I think it was really, really well done. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm not. It. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to detract from it. And I also think there's plenty of situations where a community is going to look after one of their own when they are being falsely accused and Absolutely. falsely pursued. And Absolutely. having a room like that, you know, very legitimate. I just, I feel like when you're when you're trying to create a point of kind of like these are law-abiding, good citizens of America. You know, his whole. He wasn't quoting the Quran. He was quoting Lincoln. You know, the, these are Americans. They're just Muslim Americans. It kind of felt like, oh, then they got that room there. And I'd feel that same way, you know, if they were in a Catholic church, et cetera, et cetera. You're kind of like, 
ah, see, and then you've got that one thing there that just makes you go, there's going to be a lot of people, and not from me, from my point of view, I'm kind of like, I understand why it's there, but immediately you're going to kind of, the people that have that more focus on that way of, oh, yeah, but, you know, they, they hide the terrorists away, you know, they do this, they do that, you're kind of just steering into that trope, is what my worry is. Uh, but lightheartedness in terms of being able to do the scene, and like I said, the characters are all brilliant, uh, you know, really, really endearing, all of them. I think there's even a, a little kind of throwaway scene in this where we get to see uh, Nakia walking around, basically making her changes now she's been elected to the council. Yes. Which I loved. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of like, that's going, that's going, that needs replacing. <laughs> which, you know, you saw the guy following her just kind of looking like, oh no, <laughs> how much money does she think we have? Uh, but the, the the one thing that did happen with the two of them coming out of the secret room, which I feel is now a running Marvel joke, is they put baseball caps on them, and therefore they are now disguised. Yeah. Yeah. All they needed was sunglasses, and no one would ever have seen them. I did like ever. that, yeah. Halal and Harlem or something on their hats. And it, that was yeah, it. Just, just... Hamran. Hamran yeah. and Halal on their hats, that was it. Yeah, and that's it. it. So... They're invisible now. They are now. Now it's, no one will know. It's them. as good as um, Kamala being out there in her New Jersey Avenger con top, but putting her eye mask on and oh, I'm invisible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No one's going to recognise that girl now. Not a chance. Oh, uh, but yeah. So so we do have that scene, and then we have them all meeting up at the school. Now there's kind of two surprises when they all meet at the school. The first one is the character of Zoe arriving. Yeah, she's kind of disappeared. Like, she made a real big impact in the first couple of episodes and then just, like, disappeared. Well, I, I, kind, of that... thought, I kind of thought when we first met Zoe that Zoe was going to be playing a part of the kind of all friends when they were younger but then drifted apart. You know, she's now part of the cool kids or whatever. And then when we saw Kamala save her at the Avenger Con... I wondered what was going to happen, you know, what was going to be the dynamic. And then, like you say, nothing kind of really happened. She had the house party where Kamala met Cameron. She, you know, was very big on her social media. And it, it just kind of like, oh, we've met her and that's it. That that was that was her story done. And then the group come together at the school and she kind of rocks up. Uh, Kaylee, were you pleased to see her again? And what did you think of the kind of arc of the fact that she knows who Kamala is. Like, she's she's known from the start. I really liked it. I, I, it did surprise me. I wasn't expecting to see her at no, all. And same. the fact that she yeah. was in there making TikToks because the light was brilliant. <laughs> it, um, it was a very <laughs> solid reason to be there, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but I really liked it. Again, it was a surprise because in, in these kinds of shows, and especially in like, teen shows, you know, you've always got that character of the mean girl yeah. and the fact that she's done a, a whole 360 and, and she's on their side i really appreciated that we don't need another teen angst moment yeah. in any of these shows and i i thought it was brilliant and i really like her <laughs> oh i i like her too and it's funny because up to this point i don't think we've got a real steer on her character and no. then in a scene maybe two scenes in this you're kind of oh wow you're you're really relaxed you're actually very loyal because you know you knew who kamala was straight when you had zero interest in outing her the whole kind of airhead thing of oh nightlight nightlights my all this was mm -hmm. actually to protect her kamala 
Yeah. It was it was a bit of an act. Uh, Stefan, what did you think? And did you think uh, I'll put this to both of you actually? Uh, I'll start with Stefan. What did you think about the interactions? And also, did you spot a little spark between Nakia and Zoe? Oh no, I didn't spot that. Okay. Oh no, that might maybe be me. Maybe maybe I'll, I'll rewatch it. I'll see. But no, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was nice to have like. Uh, like Katie said, it, it was nice to have, like, we've got um, Flash from the Spider-Man movies, you know, adores the superhero, yeah. but Peter Parker, pff, loser, and that kind of yeah, bit of rivalry yeah. stuff. So we've got that. We didn't need to have that again. And so the fact that actually she came out like full circle and kind of has helped them out, being there as a surprise, uh, but yeah. her actually helping and getting so involved to helping them was brilliant. And uh, yeah. a little fun thing for you. So oh, please, yeah. it says like her TikTok handle is like at the real Zoe singer, I think it was something like that. Yep. If you go on TikTok, there are hundreds of accounts yeah. with that name. Well, yeah, I bet. <laughs> hundreds. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, just like there's no sloth baby productions everywhere. everywhere. And I guarantee, yeah. like the end of the film, uh, end of the show. Sorry, you see all those TikTok videos. Yeah. yeah, I would love. I'm gonna possibly do it. Go back, just pause it, and search each one, and just see how many people have decided. Oh, I'm going to be Ruby Res three three five because that was her auntie's name. See how many followers I can get. Because I guarantee you, there's hundreds. Oh, probably, man. But yeah, I did probably. see. I saw something. See, I was looking at TikTok, and that's how I saw it. Someone had done like you know, like the screen records. Yeah. yeah. Someone had typed in her at like handle thing. And they were just scrolling through their phone of the amount of people. All of them wow. with a picture of her character from the show. Just hundreds. Brilliant. It was brilliant. Just just hoping to get a lot of followers. Yeah. Uh, Kaylee, what, what, same same thing to you. Uh, am I just seeing things? Uh, Nakia and Zoe? Um. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's, you know... When a when a girl meets another girl that they instantly click with, yeah. you know, and it's not you know a romantic thing. Yeah. It's a you know we are soul sisters. You know we found a common ground, and that it, and it's really rare that you get that that two girls will get that because you know yeah. girls are competitive. A lot of them. Yeah. Um. You get the you know I'm not like other girls. You know that kind of thing, but. When you find someone that you instantly or you, you, you have that moment with somebody who maybe you haven't got along with and you find that common ground yeah. and you find, you know, a reason to be close, you can see that. And that was the spark that I saw. Okay, brilliant. No, no, that's, that's fine. I, um, I'm, I'm more than happy to be wrong there. I was just kind of, I spotted it, so I said it. Uh, <laughs> and bring on the hate. Um <laughs> The other person that showed up, which was a surprise, but at the same time just brought me absolute joy, was Kamala's brother, Amir, because his mum and dad sent him to keep an eye on her and keep her safe, to which she replied, I don't know any other superheroes who are basically being supervised or have have someone chaperoning. Um, it cracked me up because again, her parents are just—they're just amazing. Um, and you can well believe they'd be like, "You go and keep an eye on your sister, <laughs> okay?" Um, how did you get in here? I climbed in for the toilets. I went to this school too. Remember? Um, yeah, I I love that. And so at this point, I'm I'm kind of in this uh funny place with the episode where 
they do they run through the plan you know or kamala's laying out all of her and it, the plan's over the top you know the the skeleton dangling down to cut a thing into the science lab you know none of that was needed <laughs> it was kind of like all of it was a bit home alone um but it was all fun like it was just like i was really into it and it was fun and i was kind of like uh smiling as they're doing it all planning it all out mm-hmm. And then the DODC are coming in, and and it is kind of, uh, uh, you know, their plan with all the hoodies, etc. It's all, all of this, like, I think I messaged Stefan this. It was like a, it was a very funny kids show, almost, in this moment, with no real jeopardy, if that makes sense. But then the tone shifts, and I, I, I'm guessing it was deliberate. At least this is how I felt. It, it felt very... Uh, chilled, funny, relaxed, and then the moment that Cameron learns of his mother dying, mm. it felt everything then suddenly became real. All of a sudden, his uh, desire just to run away was replaced with a desire to actually lash out, and he he seemed to have developed a fairly good control over what he was doing initially, but once his temperament went you could see that he was just you know uh literally lashing out that's that's what it was and was definitely going to hurt people yeah uh you also see the difference with the dodc who have been messed around um you know they they've not really done anything that you you look at them and they're kind of firing these weapons off taking chunks of wall out and you're thinking wow if that actually hit someone what sort of damage would that do and, <laughs> and then they hit bruno and literally hit bruno Damn! i was gonna say and then bruno gets taken down hard i mean bruno gets smacked in the face yeah um which which when i'm talking about the tone um yeah it, it just really really felt like wow okay yeah there was about <laughs> That's, this is shifted probably about 20 seconds between the DOC are about to walk into that office. Yeah. You've got Kamala and Cameron are hid behind the desk. Now, I put hid in quotations. Yeah. yeah. Because there's no way in hell that DOC guy stood at the door, could not see legs, let alone his <laughs> shoulder that was hanging out from the side of the desk. But... I don't know. They got these weird goggles the masks and stuff on. on. They can only see yeah. tunnel vision. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a stormtrooper's helmet. They can only see that much. But, exactly. Yeah. Um, you can't see shite. <laughs> Um, but so I'm, I'm sat there and I'm like, oh, like almost like roll the eyes of, oh, they would have seen yeah. that. How did that? Oh, right. It's one of those. Yeah. And then like 20 seconds later, you've had Bruno walking in at the almost kiss scene. And you go, yeah. oh, no, Bruno. And then a couple yeah. of seconds after that, it's like, bang, Bruno taken down. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. This has just yeah. switched up a bit. Yeah, this is this is escalated. You know, basically these DODC guys have been hit with softballs. They've had foam launched over them. They've had all of this stuff going on. The strobe lights, all the hoodies. When they actually finally caught up with Bruno, they knocked him the f- out. That was that was kind of like, oh wow, okay, yeah, all right, this is serious. This, you know, it kind of felt like like I said, lighthearted, and then it was okay, actual real real issues here kaylee what what were your thoughts on the scenes in general in the school uh i I really like them i liked the almost you know the slapstick element to it and then the the serious 
you know, the darker stuff coming into it. it, it you know, it, this show didn't need to have, you know, these really serious dark moments the whole oh. way through. It just didn't need that. Um, I think it was done really well. And the foam that you referred to is actually yeah. called Elephant Toothpaste. And we've made some at home, not to that Sorry, scale, it's cool. but wow. it's brilliant. <laughs> Elephant Toothpaste. Elephant it's, a, toothpaste. it's a very well-known... Yeah, 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 you have to Google it and get the, um, get the recipe. Yeah, um, I did it in the garden. You don't want to encourage people to go and, you know, ruin their, their living room. No, by I, I did it in the garden stuff. with Phoebe when she was yeah. little. Guess she loved it. this weekend. <laughs> but seriously, it's, yeah, look it up. It's, um, it's friggin' hilarious, especially if you don't tell the kid what you're doing. Okay, just add yeah. that to that and then you stand back. <laughs> but again, you know, that is, that is a, um, it's it, it, it meaningful to the audience or the target audience yeah. of this show. They know what it is. It's a huge thing on YouTube and, you know, the, the whatever TikTok was before it was TikTok, you know. Um, yeah. It was a huge thing. So they would have instantly recognised what that was. Yeah. So that I thought that was really funny. No, no, it was good. I mean, the, the we then take the fight to the outside, if you like, and there's a moment where I feel like Cameron looks like it. It looks like this is about to take a very dark turn, if you like. Mm. It looks like he's about to literally unleash on the DODC agents who have pushed themselves to the front. And they open fire, which, again, in this show, when you when you kind of take it from how lighthearted it was just a few moments earlier, like you say, slapstick, mm. they're, they're, they're shooting to kill him. You know, those are bullets yeah. flying at him. That's not those stun guns. They are trying to kill him. And to me, it's like, wow, that, that escalated, you know, like, woof, that escalated so quickly. <laughs> um, and she steps in and saves him. Um, she uses her ability to create like a barrier, a shield. Um, and you can see the bullets are chipping away at it. Uh, and her parents, her family, you know, uh, they used uh, Zoe's social media following to call people there so there are witnesses. I love that. Using, again, Sensible. throw back to the. Um the Peter Parker thing at the Statue of Liberty, yeah. using the people yeah. to kind of be there as the evidence and stuff like that. Yeah. Such a cool little nod to it. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. And she does manage to kind of calm him, explain to him. Uh, she tells him like, you know, she, she died for you. She died to protect you in this world. So don't throw that away. Uh, it does get through to him, he does calm down, and she does manage to find a way to allow him to escape. She, again, uh, thinking... I think one of the things we're seeing with this character, which I've really liked, all the way from the start, is her ability to think under pressure. Uh, and her ability... She has a real clarity of thought in all situations. And her clarity of thought in, okay, Cameron needs to leave here because they're never going to stop pursuing him. Uh, you know, Red Dagger, and she makes that call, even though Cameron's kind of like, oh, Red Dagger, no, you know, they're like our enemy. And even though the Red Dagger are like, oh, no, he's one of them. She's like, well, yes, so am I, technically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a child of. So come on, sort this out. And and she sets it up, and she the Red Dagger enable Cameron to escape. Um, and he, you know, our, our final scene with him is him actually arriving in Pakistan. So he does get away. Yeah, now I know uh, we had a message coming, didn't we, from, from Ryan about the hole in the floor. Yeah. Now, did she punch a hole in the floor deep enough for him to hide in it and then 
when the crowds all kind of gathered, he snuck up and away? Or did she manage to punch a hole all the way through to the harbour, which is what I think Ryan said? No, I think she punched a hole down into the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> you freaking... <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> yeah, we, we do get some messages come in. Thanks, dude. Um, but no, I think just down to the sewers and maybe the subway. Um, do you know what? To, I haven't even thought of that. Actually. Yeah, that's such a more simple thing. Just punch a hole into the sewers. He can go along the sewers, pop out where he needs to. Boom, straight into the harbour. Do you know, so, sometimes the... The, the simplest. <laughs> I just look so simple. He's hiding in a hole, and then when the crowd came yeah. over, he jumped out. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> I just like bye. See you later. Yeah. Um. Uh, no. <laughs> that, that was that was my I interpretation. Maybe careful. Don't step in the hole. Yeah, careful. May, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he was Cameron in a hole. We will. Uh. We we will never know. <laughs> oh, that struck me funny. Anyway. Um. I I am. Um, what did you, uh, Kaylee? What did you think of the scene then? So Kamala's done this. She's defused the situation, and he's gone. She's obviously exhausted from having to use her abilities like she has done. Um, and the the DODC are ready to storm and basically take her. And all of the community rushes to her, but not just the community. The local police form a barrier as well. What what did you think of that? I thought that was brilliant because you could see in the in the course of the scene that yeah. the police were, you know, trying to keep the people back. And yeah. then when they see actually the level of aggression yeah. that the DODC brought, yeah. and then Kamala effectively kind of in their from their view saving them from yeah. Cameron, not really understanding what he'd been going through and and how yeah. he'd got to the point, and then her diffusing it. Yeah, they kind of, you know, for, for them to turn around and be. Like yeah, you keep yeah. the hell away from this girl. Yeah, you are she, not taking she's her. She's one, one of us. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of when you were talking earlier about the you know the mutant thing and you know yeah. them being um, persecuted almost or yeah. you know being the bad guy because of the negativity. I'm hoping that actually maybe we don't see too much of that okay. because already the community has seen you know Kamala and um, the good that she's done. Yeah. Maybe it, that will be, it will still be there, but maybe it will be a bit lighter. Uh, yeah, um, I, I think you could be that right. Barrier was well, brilliant. I really did. I did like that. No, I, I, I loved it. I mean, the moment the police turned to create that barrier between them and the DODC, that, that was kind of like, oh, wow, that's, uh, it's kind of a, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how. Re- I don't know how much of that happened that would be reality. Unfortunately, I don't know. I'd love to think that that would be the reality in that moment. Definitely, um, and I think it was a nice moment for all of us to kind of look at and go. That's how it should be. You know, that's that's what should happen. Yeah. Um, from from that moment, then uh, you know, everyone kind of uh, disperses. Kamala leaves. Um, and we have, uh, I've just got some bullet points now with some sort of like big scenes coming up. Um, so the first one, Kamala and her dad. Yes. Um, and this is the origin of her name, which I did not see coming. Um, and I've now in, an, I'm now going to get slammed because a simple Google search would have told me this, <laughs> but I didn't, didn't do it. Uh, Stefan, you obviously saw the scene, heard him. Did it, did you get a kind of like a nice moment like I did when he said the words? I did. I, 
when he sat down, he started talking about her name. Yeah. I, I turned around to the wife and was like, oh, Marvel, go on, say Marvel, say Marvel. And then he says something and I'm like, oh, that doesn't, that's not uh. Marvel. That doesn't quite, that's a really sweet moment though. And then he goes, yeah. you know, you've always been at Ms. Marvel. And I was like, ah, he did say it. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee, what did you think about the scene? Yeah, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Even, you know, the perfect wonder, mm. you know, and then when he said Marvel, yeah. I, I was so happy that actually that's how she got her name and she Me didn't too. go, oh, I'm going to be a junior Captain yes. Marvel. and that, that it was, was it. The whole, the whole time for me, I've just been expecting her to go, well, Captain Marvel's my hero, so I'm Ms. Marvel, you know, I'm I'm this. And for it to actually have a greater meaning to that, the scene was probably my favourite in the whole show. Mostly because the dad's in it and he's a hero. Um, him walking out on the roof, oh, was this safe? Uh, again, legend. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Every every part of that, you know, daughter's a superhero, but he's, you know, checking his foot in. Yeah, um, don't like this, don't like this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely fantastic. Just brilliant. I uh, loved it. Really, really happy with that scene. And the origin of her name now just means so much more. In my opinion, yes. it was great. Now, the next one I've got written down here, and I'm going to start with Stefan because he might explode if I don't, is uh, Kamala and Bruno are having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Bruno's on his way to Caltech. Hang on. <laughs> for you. I did that for you. Um, Kamala and Bruno, and Bruno basically says, you know, we kind of got, I think I got got this wrong. And by the way, the reason he's looked into this is not because he was bored. Oh, Bruno, you know, you can call me when you're bored. Cracked me up. Yes, that line, I love that. Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And his face is like, no, that's not it, ass. <laughs> it was because her brother wanted to know if he had superpowers. Yes, which, <laughs> let's be honest, if anyone had a sibling that developed superpowers, the first thing you'd be like, what am I? What am I? <laughs> it, it, I love that. Again, no, no, Amir wants to know if he had superpowers. So he looked into it, and it's not a case of they've all got this. It's the fact that she has something slightly different in her makeup. And then he says the word mutation. It was so subtle. It was so subtle. Yeah, I jumped off the sofa, punched the air and was like, yes! And my wife is looking at me going, what? What did I miss? What, what happened? And I'm like, listen, listen. Replayed it, like rewound it, played yeah. it again. It went, listen, there's a mutation. Yeah! So what, what? I don't get it. And I'm like, mutation, mutants, X-Men, the music, it's X-Men. Mu- ah, forget it. Tech Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You're, you're a bit on the side. Um, Kaylee, did this scene hit the same for you? Or, or was it just kind of like, oh, it's a nice scene? <laughs> no, it did. I didn't necessarily jump off the sofa, but yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, it did. It, the second he said it, it, everything kind of fell into place. Everything we've been building up to, and it yeah. was such a satisfying moment. It really <laughs> was. It, it was. It, it was so well done. It was just so because you didn't need more than that. It doesn't need. No. All we needed to hear was that, and all of a sudden, everyone went wow. And I, I'm just going to address this really quickly because I've seen a lot of it, and I, I'm no expert, but I'm just going to throw this in there. When Marvel Studios began, Marvel Studios owned the rights to certain characters because Marvel Comics had sold 
a lot of the rights to other film studios in the past before Marvel Studios existed. It is what saved him from going bankrupt. Yes. It is. What is clear, as anyone knows, is that they sold the X-Men and the term mutants was sold with that. Mm -hmm. So when Marvel Studios began and everything started rolling and in the comics, they suddenly realized they needed to make changes because some of the storylines they wanted to do and they created, if you like, or brought about Inhumans, which was basically mutants, just another way of doing it. Now, if Marvel Studios at the time of launch had owned Mutants, X-Men, all of that, you're likely not to have had Inhuman storylines because they would have just been part of the mutant storylines. I don't even what think we they are... would have created them at all. I don't think we would have even seen no. the existence of them. So what we are getting now with the Kamala Khan being our first introduction to the MCU, it's basically like a retcon. It's basically them going, this is how we, you know, this is what we would have liked. This character would have been... This is how it would, and we're now doing it from here. Now, one of the big things people get very upset about is, oh, in the comics, her abilities are this, she's an inhuman. Please separate them, if you can, because all the MCU are based on comic book stories and comic book characters. Sometimes you're going to get frame by frames, and people can love that, because it's, oh, that's a direct pull. Other times you're going to get, oh, well, a character wouldn't have done that in the comic. Well, no, because this is a based on. This is not a, we are recreating every comic book. That's not what it is. Comic book doesn't translate to t- to TV and film. It doesn't. It just that you need to adapt it. And that's what Marvel Studios have done better than everybody else. Yeah. Because people who have tried to do it direct to the page, it looks goofy and crap. People who have tried to take it far too dark and everything like that, it just doesn't work. People aren't interested. Yeah. Marvel Studios, for me, have nailed it. And so, therefore, please, 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 the Inhuman X-Men debate, just drop it and enjoy the comics for what they are and enjoy the MCU for what it is. There you go. Their end of the TED Talk. (laughs) I am interested to see, kind of, we've had... So, there was the Inhuman TV show. Yeah. And... (laughs) <laughs> For all intents and purposes, it kind of flopped. Like, the yep. actual Inhumans TV Cancelled show... Cancelled after one season. Huh? Cancelled after one yeah. season on ABC America. It didn't yeah. do well. But then we had the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where you had Sky, yep. Daisy, Quake. And yep. that was fantastic. So, there's still this part of me that's like, come on, bring the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. guys. Obviously not Coulson, because he died 400 times. But... yeah. The Quake and the Fitzsimmons and stuff like that. And I'm now very interested to see, now that we have mutations, mutants, X-Men into the MCU, yeah. does that open the door to people like Quake to come into it? Or does that now close the door because she's in humans and they are now going to the mutant direction? It's going to great... For me, it's going to greatly depend on what they decide to do with uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in terms of where is it, where does it sit, does it sit anywhere? Mm. Because you can, obviously, with all of the multiverse, easily play it off, find a way. 
But at the moment, there seems to be zero appetite to even look at it. Yeah. I, 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 get, I just get the feeling that we're going to be watching something at some point, and boom, one of the characters is going to be there. Oh. And we're all going to be like, how the, what the? And then they're going to explain it, and we're going to be like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but at the moment, I have got no clue. Like, right now, I couldn't tell you how they're going to yeah. do it. I have no idea. Oh, no, this, this is Mac. He's the head of something or another. Wait a minute! Yeah. yeah. Now, so the final scene then uh, to discuss is the after credit scene, <clears throat> which I always enjoy talking about on a podcast because I know for a fact there will be some people go, after what? <laughs> um, and they'll be turning this off now <laughs> to go and watch it yeah, see, because that Disney does Plus, happen. With Disney Plus, I knew there was an after credit yeah. scene because the screen didn't shrink and it started telling me of what to watch next. So because it didn't do that, yeah. I was like, ah, it's worth watching. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kamala is basically chilling out in her costume and her bangle starts to glow different colours. Yes. Uh, she's looking at it kind of like puzzled. Oh, I wonder why it's doing that. And then she kind of, uh, I don't know what the right word is here. Uh, teleports? I, I don't know. She just kind of, <laughs> she gets if I was watching. Yeah. Um, if I was watching Harry Potter, I think I'd have a term for this, obliviate or something like that. Where she right, just seems to. Mine. Back off. Yeah, yeah, go on <laughs> then. What was it called when they teleport in in Harry Potter? Evaporate. No. Yeah, it could be Apparate? that. Evaporate. Apparate. Yeah. Apparate. Kaylee, can you help? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Harry no. Potter. Other, other than the shout. Yep. Other than the shout, nerds at you, pair. No. Um, <laughs> No, the um. Anyway, she slams through like her wardrobe door, but then when she jumps up, it's not her. It is Captain Marvel wearing a very cool-looking new suit. By the way, hell yeah! And she's even got her longish hair back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kaylee, what was your reaction? Did you have to credit? Well, that was my squeal moment. Yeah, I the bet. I had earlier. I was so happy. I, I, I was hopeful the whole way through that she was going to show up and she yeah. did and it was so good and it was enough and oh it was brilliant now <laughs> here's a question i'm going to put it to both of you kaylee first is that danvers or has kamala transformed into danvers uh, to look like her no no that didn't cross my mind i went down the path of um it's some kind of multiverse jump type yeah, scenario they swap places yeah, yeah, that's how um, I took it. I don't well, think it I'm, was a transformation. I'm with you on that, but Stefan, did you have any thoughts I on that? I'm with you guys, purely on the sense of the way she reacts to holding up a poster of herself. Yeah, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking around a room like, where the, f- what the, f- oh, wow. I'm wearing a room full of myself posters. This yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> this is freaky. Now, I don't know about anyone else, but obviously this leads straight into the Marvels movie. Yeah, it does. If there is not a scene with Captain Marvel and Kamala's parents, uh, I'm just going to walk out. I'm telling you now. <laughs> I need her to walk down the stairs of that house and to be confronted with, ah, you need some food before you go. <laughs> you know, just like, yeah, um, where's, where's our daughter? Okay, all right, well, you go get her then. Here's some food for your journey. Uh, I, I want her to, you know, <laughs> I want her to have the full experience. <laughs> yeah, I, I need them in the film. 
but yeah, the rumours were true then. Uh, the rumours right from the start I discussed it is that she would be making a, an appearance in it to set up the the movie. What do we think about the movie? I mean, I think they've swapped places. I think in this scene, please go watch it again if you're not sure, she's wearing a sort of bracelet herself. She has got... Um, uh, yep. Yeah. And with the last time we saw her was in an end credit scene for Shang-Chi when she was discussing, you know, she had to go and she was discussing this thing, sent a message out deep into space. I don't know, but I'm interested. And I also love the idea that she could have been in the middle of something really quite drastic. And now poor little Kamala has just been blasted right into that and be like, hey, (laughs) I'm on a different planet. (laughs) (laughs) Where am I? Um, I think that kid's facial expressions and, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm already looking to look forward to that film. I think it's going to be great. Yes. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed uh, Captain Marvel a lot. I know a lot of people didn't, but between the 90s music nostalgia and her and Samuel Jackson's character being like a buddy cop movie, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I'm um, looking forward to the next one. Oh. Yeah. It, it was one of my favourites, Captain Marvel. I yeah. love Captain Marvel. Oh. I've even got a Captain Marvel purse. Well, I, I, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I've it. got two. Um, but anyway. I, I wish the uh, that... entire of my collection was just a purse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. Um, I So that is everything I wanted to cover. Uh, Stefan, were there any other bits and pieces you feel I've missed or you want to talk more on? No, I'm good, actually. I'm going to avoid all the hate mail this week. I am, I am good there. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take all that on myself. Yep. Uh, Kaylee, do you have any other bits and pieces? Uh, not really, other than, you know, I really enjoyed it. And yeah. I, for, for all of the kind of quiet moments throughout the season, um, the end, the last episode yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. And it's so much. Oh, and yeah. the out, outstanding thing for me, I think, particularly in this episode, was the music. The opening yeah. credits, the music all the way through has yeah. been brilliant. The Bon Jovi references, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I mean, someone someone did say in our comments stuck the landing. I have to agree. You know, yeah, the, the it was, show yeah. show started well. Like I've said about the MCU shows on Disney Plus, it kind of meandered a little, but then boom, absolutely stuck the landing. Uh, better than I'd probably say better than most. I would uh, say most I, of the shows. I, I do have something to add to it, but I'll come on at the end. Okay. No. Well, I'm, well, I'm done. Kaylee, are you done? Um, yeah, I just one last thing. I think we're going to be calling back to this series as we move forward. I think there's a lot coming up that we'll go, yeah. oh, episode five. Okay. You know, and we'll have some of those moments, I think. All right. Well, you're probably right, Stefan. So we've spoken before, and you just mentioned it about like the, the pacing of these episodes. Yeah. So for me, the first episode, I absolutely like, from the podcast, you probably could tell, I absolutely loved that first episode. It was brilliant. Yeah. The last episode, exactly the same. I sat the whole way through it going, this is brilliant. It yeah. was those middle four episodes that had so much happen, but just didn't feel right. Yeah. So, yeah. as we all know, I sit here with IMDB open to kind of find bits out when we talk about the show and stuff like that. So, yeah. a couple of fun bits through this series. So, ratings wise, episode yeah. one, 7.2. Episode yeah. two was seven. Episode 3, 7.1. Episode 4, 6.7. Episode 5, 6.5. And then episode 6, 
So the last yeah. episode was the highest rated episode on IMDb. However, yeah. over on Rotten Tomatoes, this show is the highest rated thing in the entire of Marvel. Uh, yeah. 98% I believe ah. yeah. so this well, I'm, I'm has been like well considering so many people slammed like we get told off because we've been told off because oh we're slamming the show we have never slammed the show we have never slammed the characters etc we've just said about bits that for us didn't quite hit us so to speak yeah. um, but overall like there was a lot of people that criticised it but all the ratings out there it seems to have done fantastically which is only a good thing. And do you know what that is? I, I reckon that the people, traditionally, people who go in and leave reviews and things are, you know, huge comic book fans. There's a whole new generation now and a whole new group of people that would have come into it for this show that yeah. might not have seen anything before. And it's those people that are going to leave the reviews. I, I am sick of, you know, what, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, and I, I'll get told off for this, but older generations of comic book fans gatekeeping the new stuff that's coming out. Oh, you're not a fan. You can't watch this. You don't like it. You don't know what you're talking about. I hate that. This yeah. is for everyone. And I think this show has done that. Yeah, and I, I think agree. it's been brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. The gate, gatekeeping in fandoms is a bizarre thing. Uh, we, we, we hit that in Star Wars a hell of a lot. Um, in Marvel, it never used to, re at least I never saw, I think when the MCU was rolling, the original Avengers, etc. there was none of that. The minute they started making the changes introducing new characters you saw it like straight away it was like oh wow really <laughs> that's that's an issue for you um but anyway uh i'm not going to dive too much into it because uh, i have to wear a tin hat every time i enter the comment section as it is right now yeah so the only other thing i wanted to mention was when kaylee oh, no, no kaylee was You're just saying me. about uh rating wise yeah yeah so on episode one 12,421 people left an imdb review yeah. It, every week it dropped down to 8,100, 5,900, 5,100, 4,500, 3,200 have left a review on the last one. Like, yeah. those numbers have dropped dramatically, but the rating on the last one has gone up. And I wonder now, it's like the old, the old saying of if you have a good experience, you tell your friends. If you have a bad experience, you tell Facebook. <laughs> and absolutely. There was an old theory I used to, in a workplace I used to have, I used to have it on a whiteboard. Uh, if someone leaves here happy, they'll tell two friends. If they leave here sad, they'll tell Facebook. It makes you think. Yeah. This was working in good old retail, but it makes you think. And I wonder yeah, if that's no, the case. No, like At the beginning, everyone watched it because it was new, so everyone had an opinion. And by the end of it now, people are just saying the good stuff. Like People are just kind of happier with it now. Like Now it's concluded and you can look back on it all. I'm, I'm now looking back on it with a lot better opinion than I was, say, after episode four, episode five, now that it's concluded yeah. and we can mm -hmm. see the whole story. Yeah. yeah. So, it's a really divided opinion online. Yeah. If you look at the like comments on posts and things, it is a real Marmite type. It is. Yeah. Show. You either like it or you hate it, and you're saying that it's the worst thing Marvel have ever done. I think that's rubbish. I think it it's is. brilliant. It is. I mean, opinions are subjective. I mean, I'll leave you all with the wisest words I was ever told. Opinions are like assholes, and some are full of shit. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. I'll have to edit that, probably. Yep. Uh, Stefan, say goodbye to everybody. We out. Kaylee, say goodbye to everyone. Bye. And then you came. 
You were just so perfect. That's what Kamal means in Arabic. Perfect. But in Urdu, it's more like, uh, what's the word? Wonder. Marvel. Kamal means marvel. I share the same name as Carol Frickin' Danvers. I don't know who that is. But you sure are, and always have been, our own little Miss Marvel. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week. <laughs>